Hey, welcome to the Agency Blueprint, the podcast for agency owners looking to explore strategies for scaling a truly profitable agency, reducing stress, and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, business coach and contract CFO to agencies. To download a free copy of my international best-selling book, The Agency Blueprint, go to creativeagencysuccess.com. I am sure as agency owners, you are just really keen and excited about reviewing data and KPIs every single day. Well, I'm sure that um, is not the case and that was meant to be a bit of a joke. I know that KPIs and reporting and data is extremely important to business management and is extremely important to your agency. And if you are not measuring KPIs and you do not have your team understanding how to measure success in their role, you're leaving your agency to chance, you're leaving your agency ready to fail and really you're not able to consistently improve i'm a huge proponent of a belief in monitor measure and improve every single day and without data you can't i know that this is coming from my very a-brained type personality and the fact that i am an accountant but i know that it is extremely important as a business owner as a business manager and as an agency owner I often see agencies so frequently adopting KPIs because they believe that they need to do it. And it's just for the sake of measuring something. And they're not really effective as to what they need to be measuring. So I wanted to take a step back with all of you today to talk about what you should be measuring within your agency. And not just measuring data for the sake of measuring it, but actually being able to have impact with that information that you are utilizing every single day. In order to be able to do that, one of the first things that you want to consider when figuring out which KPIs you want to be measuring is what type of industry are you specifically in? So are you a social media agency? Are you a creative agency? Are you a digital agency? Because those KPIs are going to change depending on the types of work that you're actually doing. So right-sizing your KPIs to your specific service and to your specific sub-niche of agencies is extremely, extremely important. And it's also really important to understand how to disseminate that information and how that data is going to help you make data-driven decisions. I know for me that anytime I'm making a decision, I want it to be backed by empirical evidence. I I want to know that the decision I'm making is going to drive the result I'm looking for in my business Not only for the fact that I just really, really love my sleep and want to feel comfortable enough to get my eight hours every single night, and I I do tend to do that, I do that by being able to have comfortability in the decisions that I make every single day and how I'm operating my business and really how I just make decisions in general because I even use data in my personal life, but we can uh, talk with my spouse about that and whether he enjoys the fact that I do that and everything I make my decisions on. So I was, as I was mentioning, you want to really think about your KPIs to match your business type and your agency type. So what I want you to think about here, so let's, let's go through a couple different scenarios depending on different types of agencies. So if you are a web design agency, you want to be measuring the timeline of the actual go live dates, the deadlines, the project budgets, all of those different types of of pieces that actually fit specifically to your 
sub-niche of agency ownership and agency management. If you're a digital agency, you're probably going to be measuring uh, click-through rates, cost per acquisitions, media spend, the amount of visitors to different tra- to different traffic sources, the amount of ROI, the ROAS, all of these different pieces that actually are involved in digital media, to a social media agency, to engagement, the amount of types of posts, the where they're being posted, to how many influencer posts, all of these different things that actually go into the deliverable. And there's that piece that's the client facing, and that's the piece that really does tend to change depending on the service that you're offering is the the results and the KPIs that you are measuring for your clients, which is an extremely important KPI that you want to be doing because if you're not hitting your client's results and your client's goals, then you're going to have high churn in your clients, which is extremely time-consuming to have to be consistently having to replace those clients and having to work towards being able to accomplish the client's goals. I mean, you ultimately want to make sure that client's always happy and that you are accomplishing the goals that you set out to accomplish in the first place. Now, moving to KPIs that are more generalized across all agencies, and I want to hit on a couple of different primary pillars as I see them in KPIs. You've got financial KPIs, you've got project KPIs, and you've got marketing and sales KPIs. All very important pieces to managing an agency and the KPIs that you need for them. What I would say um, is that the first place that I'd like to start with is in financial. I mean, it is a business, so it is extremely important that it drives a financial result and that, hey, we're profitable. So the thing that I want to talk about here in financial goals is we want to make sure that we have an understanding of, you know, those key indicators that everyone thinks about. And so that and I and I don't want to skip over them because they are important just in our net profitability percentage our gross profit percentages, what our revenue is every uh, every month. Is it going up? Is it going down? What is our variance between budgets to actuals? How all of these just normal financial KPIs, how they actually fit to your agency. And not only just looking at what you're looking to accomplish, but having an understanding of how other agencies in your space are performing as well. That provides you with some insight into, hey, is my agency operating efficiently? Am I charging the right prices? Can my market actually increase in my revenue that I'm charging per project? Just having an understanding of how your agency is actually performing in those different arenas allows to and uh, provides you with a lot of insight that I think gets missed in a lot of financial review is that 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 information is actually pretty insightful. One of the things that I do also want to point into here is that you want to have an understanding of the cash position of your business, what are your quick ratios are, how much you actually have as far as accounts receivable that's past due, do you have any AP past due, what is your available cash, what are your run rates, all of these types of things that really have you have a good full financial picture of your agency. And that's the piece that I, that I think, realistically speaking, that you really need to look at when it comes to KPIs in general in the first place, is that KPIs should allow for you to be able to see and understand how your business is functioning from top to bottom. You should be able to sit on a beach anywhere in the world with a drink in your hand. And I know that I say this all the time, but you should be able to sit anywhere on the globe on the beach with a drink in your hand and be able to understand exactly what's going on in your business in every department, in every role without actually having to be involved. If you can't, then you need to figure out how. 
because the moment that you are able to is the moment that you're able to actually have true freedom. And I'm not saying that, hey, tomorrow you're going to be able to accomplish all these and it's just going to be done. What I'm saying is that that is the path to being able to have some security in your business, monitor how it's actually functioning and make sure that you're able to drive that result. Going to devolve into a story here for a moment. So many years ago, I was working with an agency client and they, by the time I had started working with them, they hadn't really been paying attention to their sales pipeline, sales metrics, all of that type of data. And by the time I started with them, their sales team had taken a year off pretty much and their pipeline was dry. They were in a sub-niche and experiential that really causes a problem because of an extremely long sales cycle, especially who their ideal client demographic was. Their budgets were already outlined. They did not have a whole lot of possibility and immediately getting revenue and really building up that pipeline. It takes a long time to build up the pipeline with their ideal demographic and in that sub-niche of the industry. And because they weren't monitoring the agency, it was left to chance. He had, as far as he understood it, put a team in place that was going to manage the agency, and they weren't. And as much as you trust people, you still need to check. And if you aren't checking, you're not going to feel, I mean, I wouldn't feel comfortable. And if you do, good for you. You uh, have a whole lot less of an anxiety issue than I do. But I like to have backup information that allows for me to have that comfortability every single day and how my business is functioning. Switching gears a little bit now to project management, which is a huge piece of how we spend money in the agency world. I mean, what our primary, and I imagine for you, your primary expense is going to be in time of your people, whether that's freelancers, agency partners, or employees, the vast majority of your expense is in the delivery of your service. And one of the most most important areas that we should be focusing on in making sure that we're able to monitor this area of the business. And I'm sure you've heard me talk about this particular metric before, but an average hourly earning by project is something that I really like to be reviewing because it gives me a good understanding of how a project is performing, gives me a good understanding of how a client is performing, gives me a good understanding of just how I can measure where things are going across the business, across my, my client, across the project, to have an understanding of, hey, what do I need to do? Do I even need to look at it? Or is, is that one just stellar and it's just coasting and I'm great and I don't have to look at it? A couple other things that we should be looking at is average time for completion of a project. How many times, how many days does it take from the inception and signature of a contract to the deliverably, the deliverable of the assets to the client? How many days does it sit within the agency? Is it two? Is it 10? Is it 45? Is it 120? If you don't know, then it's very difficult for you to be able to understand resourcing, understand timing understand how much a project revenue actually has an impact to your financial because the amount of money a $10,000 earned in one day versus $10,000 earned over 90 days is a very different picture of profitability to the agency. So having an understanding of that average completion time is extremely important. And then on that same vein, average time to the on-time or the time on-time delivery of your projects as well. What, how often are you meeting the client's deadline and how often are you missing it? You should have an understanding because this has a very direct impact to client churn. 
budget variances, the write-off, write-off time. So, so frequently in sales conversations with, with agencies, they will tell me, hey, this is my blended rate or my hourly bill rate. And I'm like, yeah, that, that's not helpful. What I want to know is what your average hourly earning rate is because how much are you writing off? How much are you writing up? How much are you writing down? Because the vast majority of agencies that are billing by the hour are writing off a ton of time. I've seen up to 70%. So seven out of 10 hours of time being worked on client work was being written off. So what is your write-up and write-off percentage? And one of my favorites, very hard to be able to measure, but client satisfaction. How happy were they? On a scale of one to 10 or one to five, how happy were they at the with the work that you completed? Moving on to marketing and sales. Um, last week, I spoke with you guys about input and output data. And this was heavily surrounded in sales and marketing and being able to measure what you're currently, what the activity drives what result. So I do want you to really think and apply this in the sales and marketing KPI function, but understanding what it actually takes to drive a result. So how many leads did you generate last week and how many leads actually result in a closed sale or how many leads result in an opportunity so that you're in, in what period of time. So I know today if I generate a hundred leads, that's going to give me one, five, six, 10, 15 business opportunities. And so you need to have an understanding of exactly what that means for your agency so that you can start to predict future revenue and then understanding how many opportunities you actually have, what the opportunity closure rate. So opportunity to an actually close signed contract and paying client percentage or your conversion rate, the current value of your pipeline. And one of the ones that gets missed a ton and one of my favorites is the sales stage percentage to the next stage. And that's incredibly important because you have an understanding in throughout your sales cycle where you have drop off from one stage to the next. So let's say that you have an initial qualification call. How many people make it from that qualification call to a capabilities meeting? How many people make it from a capabilities meeting to a discovery call? How many people make it from the discovery call to proposal? And what is your drop off between proposal and a follow up and that follow up in a closed client? So just having an understanding at each different stage. So if you have substantial fall off at one stage to the next, how can I make incremental improvements at each one of these stages so I can focus specifically on this stage in my sales cycle to be able to make an improvement and vastly improve my revenue? The One of the things that I'm going to nerd out with you for a moment, um, I talked about this not too long ago actually on my uh, YouTube channel, but I was on a flight to Japan and I was reading an article about Power BI. This was about five years ago. And I nerded out hardcore. I like fell in love with the program and it's called Microsoft Power BI. And on my way there, I like had earmarked a ton of videos that I wanted to watch when I landed and ended up watching a bunch of videos when I landed and started really diving into reporting and dashboards from Microsoft Power BI. It is such an incredibly powerful tool that I have not only for myself, but now also set up for clients. And it allows for me to be able to see from operational time to deliverability, to my sales and marketing costs, to my return on investments, to all of those pieces, to the management of my business in real time. And in a way that's really truly digestible, which I think is so incredibly important is 
hey, you can have all these numbers on a spreadsheet and all of these numbers on a report, but if it doesn't actually drive a decision, it doesn't provide me with the information that I need to make a decision, useless, absolutely useless. So I love that it's interactive. I love that it's visual, especially for you creatives, that it actually puts it in a format that allows for you to be able to digest that information in a real and viable way. And the final piece that I want to leave you with is if you have some of these KPIs, you have these dashboards, you have this information, but it is not in the hands of the people that need them, it's also useless. So make sure that the people that need the information, that you have it in their hands so they can make the decisions that they need. Hopefully your agency is at the size where you actually have some managers and middle management in place that are able to make decisions without you having to be so actively engaged and involved. If not, hopefully you get there very soon. But if you do, make sure that your team has the tools that they need and the data that they need to make the decision to take your agency to the next level. Thank you for joining us today on the Agency Blueprint Podcast. To find out more, go to agencyblueprintpodcast.com. For links mentioned in this episode, please check out the show notes. As always, go to creativeagencysuccess.com to jumpstart your agency today.